you better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Blessed be, squirrely girlies. Welcome to another podcast here of the Squirrel Talk. I'm the hostess, Vicky Lakes, with my co-hostesses, Selena Vile. And I'm a rusty pair of scissors. I mean, Hillary Hughes. Yay! Yeah. Sorry, I always get that wrong. <laughs> you are a rusty pair of scissors. Oh, you just, sharp. You always rub me the wrong way. Ooh! Was that a Christina Aguilera lyric I just did? Genie in a bottle? Maybe. I don't know. So the whole fam is back. All of us back together on the podcast. It's been so long. Has it been? Well, two, three weeks now. Oh, yeah, because it's like we're all going in and out. But you're always here, Mom. Because I have to hold down the fort. Mm -hmm. You should get out of the house sometimes, Mom. Right? Well, (laughs) that's why I create only the House of Licks, where I don't have to leave. (laughs) So we are back for RuPaul's Drag Race episode three. Mm. Season 11. Diva Mm. Worship. That's right. I love a good Tammy Faye Baker moment. Me too. Brunch shows are taking over, huh? <laughs> brunch shows are everywhere. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like there's more direct brunch shows than like actual evening and nightclub shows. They at this are point. Oh, yeah. so fun. Yeah. The audiences, they? they're so fun. The audience is so attentive, huh. and they they give you money and they give you your their attention, and they're just so like it's it's so much fun. Because it's early in the morning. They yeah. haven't been like jaded by the day yet. Yeah. I haven't gone to brunch. Four years. <laughs> you should. It's right I have a dog, street. so I can't. We just can't leave her to go for brunch. We have to walk. It's her for, right across the street. We have to from walk you. her for a good two hours before we leave her. Oh uh, yeah, two hours. Yeah, wow. we're gonna burn our energy out. Well, she, then one of you, you go and you leave Joel here with the dog. <laughs> well, I wish I could. <laughs> I go to brunch daily. You yeah. You go to brunch daily? <laughs> oh yes, I brunch daily. I feel like you would. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like at least, if if I feel like Hillary Hughes is like brunch. Oh, brunch it's is my middle, middle name. Yes, <laughs> to the ladies who brunch. I love brunch. Brunch is the best thing. My mm. favorite thing is eggs Benedicts. Um, Me too. Yeah, they're pretty good. Like it's just. I love a good butter. poached egg. Oh, I want to like poach anything butter. but my eggs. I like a good French toast with a side of. Oh, bacon. I love a French toast. Wow. Side of bacon is a key to that. Why well, have a side? Make it a main. Oh, thank you. Well, like, speaking of all these drag brunches, I haven't done one. I, I, I haven't done one either. I'm doing one on um, this Sunday for the first time. Yeah. Where are you? Oh, you are. You are. You're doing it's the one the at Lula, Lula Lounge. Those ones are huge. There, it's. I'm doing it because it's an amazing space. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a morning girl. Right. Brunch feels too early for me to do drag. And that's why I'm, like, talking about drag brunch. Like, how are these girls getting up at, like, the crack of dawn? And a lot of them do a show the night on. before, too. Yeah, I know. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Why would you commit yourself to that? You make a lot of money. Is that why? You make a lot reason? of money during brunch, yeah. All right. All yeah. right. Watch me make like two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> they said. <laughs> Plus, you probably get brunch for free. So, I mean, I would love to do a brunch show if anyone's listening. Nothing sounds more satisfying than being in drag for four hours to have some pancakes. Hey. Fuck Hillary. <laughs> hey, if, if I can put on a face and get some eggs out of it, I'll do it. I don't know how the money's gonna work at Lula because you're the stage is so far removed from the audience. Like, is it? Up, no, I think you walk into the audience. I guess you, you can. can. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. looking forward to it. It looks like a really cool space. Yeah. But yeah, drag brunches, huh? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. All over the world. Yeah. <laughs> All over the world. Yeah. I remember I first heard about it like last year or two years ago in New York. A friend of mine did a drag brunch and I was like, how could you possibly? What are you talking this has about? To be somewhat new because I don't remember drag brunches. Yeah. Ever. I mean, like in the last couple of years. We have at yeah. we have. 
three or four going in the city now. At minimum. Yeah. I feel like there's an extra two or three each week that are like monthly shows. Yeah. That are happening. Yeah, like I think Tainomi does a special one. Uh, and there's like different pop-ups every now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, when I first, <laughs> you know the show Drag Matinee? I no. thought that was a drag brunch. What's drag matinee? It's in Chicago. Uh, the Tyrannic, uh, d- uh, what's, what's her new name? I can't remember. Tyrannica? T-Rex. Runs that show. What a what a clever reinvention of her name. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, she runs that. And I, did you go when you were there? I thought it was gonna be a drag brunch. No, drag matinee refers to like j- just before midnight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? Technically, a matinee. Oh, hour. did you go? You went? Did you go to the show? Oh my god, it's fantastic. Aww. The talent they bring in is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just nuts. But they have a Hamburger Mary's, too, right? And they do drag brunch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the drag in Chicago is, like... This is why I miss Zelda's. And I actually... Ooh. A picture popped up today on my Facebook from the, yeah. my Zelda days. And I remember, because um, I don't even think they did a drag brunch. But, oh my god, they would be murdering the drag brunch here. Mm-hmm. Should yeah. it still be open. Yeah. Which also, like, um, Church Street, our, our gay street, is kind of turning into a ghost town. A Do lot you think of places. So? Yeah, all the burger places are even closing. So there's uh, literally just like, it's everything's closed. But it's not that the people aren't there; it's the fucking rents are insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there are like, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, like Church Street is doing very well in terms of audience attendance. Mm. It's just no one can afford to stay open. No, because it's actually owned by Americans and like people overseas. Ugh. So they're not actually here. They own the street because it makes the most money for Pride and Halloween. And Pride mm-hmm. is the biggest money maker for our city. It's like that's yeah. when the whole city makes the most money. Yeah. So the street itself is the biggest money making street in Toronto mm-hmm. in that in those terms. But now nothing can afford to be on the street. So it's like, oh, what's the point wait. of having? I know. Like, because now it's like Pride is coming up. Uh, that's exciting. Pride's coming up. Put your thumbs over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Pride is coming up, and uh, there's nothing on the street. There's like a couple bars now. I know, and it's also becoming more and more problematic. You know, with um, do, do we think it's because of the gentrification of the whole city? I don't really know, but I think it, it might might just because there's there's less there's less people less um, less stores open and so things are starting to encroach that shouldn't be and less ability for security to make it safe. Mm-hmm. You know, and honestly, the area is around some some specific areas that have been known to be sketchy. There have been a lot of muggings on Church Street late, like two people in the last couple of weeks have reported not. I have not felt that. And I'm a six foot four individual, but like I don't necessarily feel that safe on the street, to be honest. I was once doing a show and someone asked me, like on Church Street, and somebody asked me where I live and I said Parkdale and they were like, wow, sorry. And I was like, I have felt safer in yeah. Parkdale in the last seven years than I ever have. Like maybe on Church twenty Street. years ago in Parkdale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I moved there in two thousand eleven, yeah. and I have never felt safer. It's in totally fine. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's been some. Yeah, there's been some drugs in the street too. I feel like that's maybe part of it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. And then also just like being uh, being gay is not what it used to be. I mean, we used to put ourselves on one street, you mm-hmm. know, in every city we had one yeah. street, and now we're kind of. I mean, now we have our show at Disgraceland in Bloor West Village. Yeah. I mean, now you can kind of go anywhere in the city to find a drag show. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know about you, but people ask me all the time when they know I'm a drag queen, oh, where do you perform? Yeah. And I'm just like, everywhere. That's, and that's exactly the same <laughs> Like, I don't have an answer for you. It's like, I perform everywhere in the city. Mm-hmm. Like, really? It's like, yeah. 
it, it's We're not a, on a street anymore. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, it's a really weird kind of situation uh, when people ask me, what do I do? What do you do? And I, I mean, I perform wherever the heck I want. And not just in drag venues. Uh, not necessarily just yeah. in drag venues. But even when I, I first got out. here, that wasn't the case. I mean, exactly. I mean, 2007. Yeah. I don't know if we remember what it used to be like, but Church yeah. Street was the spot you go. Yeah. I was one of the few people that wasn't on the street because I performed in the street clubs. Right. Yeah. But like that's that was very very rare. I've been thinking a lot lately about like queer as folk and how they filmed on Church Street yeah. and how during that time like Church Street that's was very so. That time. Yeah, I really miss like it's nice to have that like one spot where you know you can go and you know what to expect when you yeah. get there. Yeah. Where everybody goes. <laughs> where everybody knows your name. Norm. It's like a big lesbian. <laughs> Going for brunch. Oh. Norm. <laughs> well, do you think that? The, the gay village, quote-unquote, is going to move? Or do you think it's no. going to just turn into different pockets? It's going to be what it is, but I feel like it's just going to... If I don't I don't know if it can come back, to be honest. I feel like right. it's just going to continue to kind of cave in on itself in a way, mm-hmm. uh, but expand outside of that, I guess. Well, I think Which even in, in other big cities, the, the gay villages are starting to disband a little bit, and the yeah. pockets are, are forming all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... Like in Chicago, Boys Town is certainly a strip, but it's mm-hmm. not necessarily the cool strip. You know, mm-hmm. like out here, we've got Queer West, mm-hmm. which is much different than Church Street, mm-hmm. which is like mainstream. And and the same thing, like Boys Town is very like mainstream, whereas like... I don't find them to be any different now, to different. be honest. I find them to be exactly the same. <laughs> it used to be when it first... Uh, I mean, Judy Virago and Ibizard uh, kind of started the Queer West the Queer movement. West. Uh-huh. Uh, again, like at a, eight, nine years ago. Sure. And so that was a very different scene compared to what church was. Yeah. Um, but now it feels like it's kind of all blended together. It's all kind of the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, in, in my way, opinion. In a way, certainly. I mean, definitely the whole Church Street has adopted a lot more of the Queer, the queer West Envir- environment and vice it? versa and vice versa I suppose so we're going to be talking about RuPaul's Drag Race season 11 episode 3 Diva, Diva Worship, worship. oh that it. was our cue yes oh, we got right. you want to try that again no alright we're going to take a short break from a sponsor and we'll Diva talk. Worship so Kahana left <laughs> Stop tickling my feet with these shoes. Oh, I love to tickle your feet with shoes. Are they a little sharp on the heel? Yes. Did you put razor blades in my shoes again? <laughs> yes, but I got them at a discounted price. Shoefeast.ca. Well, it's this amazing place where you can get all these shoes online. You can get boots, you can get pumps, you can get sandals. You can even get some things that aren't shoes at all. Like thongs. Yeah, like thongs. Yes, I have a thong. I'm wearing a thong right now. Clutch your twist, baby. Oh, yes. And I have this fantastic passcode. You just use it at the What's end. What's the passcode to get into the club? It's nuts. With a Z? No, with an S. N-U-T-S. You don't know how to spell. It's N-U-T-S. Nuts, honey. 25% off any of these items. And don't forget, it's free shipping. That's, That's the thing. Yeah. In Canada, we got to save our dollars. Or nuts, as I like to call them. Thank you, Freaks Offer code nuts. Nuts. Okie dokes. Back from our sponsory break. And here we go talking about the episode that we were so excited to talk about. So, go ahead. So Diva worship. <laughs> so Gahana left us. Gahana. 
Yeah. Kahana. Kahana. Honestly, it feels like weeks ago that she left. It does. It really does. does. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. It does. Yeah. So, yeah, Kahana left, uh, and Mercedes beat her. And a well-deserved yeah. lip sync, I felt. She did. I really like what Vanji said, where she was like, yeah, you won that lip sync, but, like, your looks suck, your performances suck. She's like, you can't suck at everything. Pick one thing to suck at. Right. That's so true. Yeah. It is true. I think Kahana was honestly a bigger personality than Mercedes. She was. So I think perhaps... I disagree. I'm falling in love. She's one of my favorite this characters. This is the I adore her. I actually, she's probably one of my top three favorite characters on the show right now. Really? And I don't even right. care that she's not a huge character. I, she's so not, interesting. Yeah. And she I is very care. interesting. Yeah. I don't care. I love it. That's why it's like... Opulence! You earn... Everything. Everything. Did you hear the bitch trap that Adam Joseph made of that? I haven't heard it yet. It's so stupid. But I mean, yeah, I mean, all she needs is that, and we love her. Uh, it's not even just that, though. It's just the way she, <laughs> the way she was holding her arrow backwards. It's just who she is is kind of kind of clueless in a lot of ways, but yeah. I don't yeah. care. I love that. Yeah. So anyways, so she's wiping the mirror. Uh, she's staying around, and uh, we get more Mercedes, which I'm thrilled about. Uh-huh. Mercedes, yes. and she and she's wonderful. I mean, I want to hear more about her story because she's obviously the. First, I know, and I really respect that she's Muslim. not open about it. But well, let's we, get into that. Yeah. So this episode yeah. is very religious based. Yeah, yeah, um, they get right into that with her religion, don't they? Yeah, do we'll they, talk about it's, it. It's not at the where not I think we're going start, chronologically, so but yeah, it comes okay. in. It comes. So in. we're gonna get into, I guess, the mini challenge. Well, no, first it's that. Oh, she earned that hat. Yeah, you got she mail. No, we can't no. say that. They don't say that anymore. They don't say that anymore. Got Shemail. No, they don't say that anymore. Isn't that funny? Diva worship. <laughs> Kahana went home. Um, yeah, it's funny to think that that's how the show used to open all the time. Yeah. Um, I still, I don't know. I get why we don't do that. I fully understand it. But On a lot yeah, of porn yeah. sites that I go to, there's still a Shemail oh, tab. Such, there's still oh, the 100%. ones you go to? A hundred percent. Yeah. I it's mean, still in the vernacular for people that don't have the best interest of trans people. Yeah. Right. Yes. But it was an inside joke as part of the drag community thing. Oh, yeah. You know, I understand why they took it off. We're not really talking about this. No. <laughs> Moving on. It's not worth talking about. Um, I don't know why. It, I, was, I, yeah. just, I got struck by some nostalgia. <laughs> so the year is 1990. RuPaul is going to be working the door backstage at a seduction concert featuring Michelle Visage. Right, so this is the mini challenge. So mm-hmm. it's a seduction. Yes. Yeah. So they have to do some 15 minutes at 15 quick drag. Minute quick drag. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they go and try and knock on it's that door. It's an improv. It's it an is, improv mini. It is also a comedy challenge. She comedy. said that you have to make me laugh. Yeah. Make me laugh and get into the back Door, so it's kind of like not even just doing quick drag, but doing a quick funny drag and something yes. you can yeah. make a joke out of, right? Yeah. So the first person I think we saw was Brooke, who did a... Uh, Sue, uh, from, uh, Sue, Sue from, from the... Northern Canada. Well, yeah, I got a nice moose knuckle, eh? So she yeah. shows up in this gorgeous... <laughs> yeah, bodysuit. Body, rhinestone bodysuit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> perfect blonde hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. Makeup is still beat. I don't know how she does that. She <laughs> it was less she, beat than normal. It's the eye, the eyebrows she, are not there. But then yeah. she's like... <laughs> Oh, I'm just here for part of the women's hockey team. I'm like, you don't look anything part of this. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. You're just throwing on a very stereotypical Canadian accent onto yeah. your already Brooklyn look. I was wondering why she didn't bust out the jersey for this one, you know? Did she yes. have one? I mean, she must have brought a, a rhinestone jersey if she's from stick. Canada. 
how can she represent Canada without a rhinestone jersey? I like that she is represent. Like when Brooklyn was first announced, someone was like, "I bet she's never going to talk about Canada on the show." But that's been her whole. That is her whole shtick. That's her whole. In fact, she's taking over Canada. That's her thing. Well, you know, if you're on the show, you have a story narrative, and Mm -hmm. so if you have something you sell. That's the same thing with Mercedes as being Muslim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, anything that you have as a story narrative, you want no, to sell the it's shit. it's You earn everything. You want to sell that as yeah, part of your does. story. <laughs> um, I, didn't feel, I didn't feel like her character was a thing. I, I, yeah. It wasn't working with her look. It just was like too... Uh, too hokey. It was hokey. Luckily, it was the first one. It was one. a hoser. It was a hoser. Uh, hoser, eh? Uh, luckily, we hadn't seen anybody else yet, so there was nothing to compare it to. Right. And yeah. so we see everybody else come out. Who are some of our standouts? Um, I really like Mercedes. <laughs> I did, Again, too, when she spelled out Mercedes. Yes. She spelled it wrong, and it was in a hilarious... But she wasn't trying to spell Mercedes. She said her name was... Mercedes. 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 It wasn't quite that. It was yeah, something it was slightly some, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny too. But me. then when RuPaul was like, is that Mercedes? And she's like, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was too funny for me. She's it, too funny. It was it's very good. good. Yeah. I hated Honey's. She just twerked. And I'm like, how is that funny? Yeah. Plastic Same, was cute. I mean, Plastic was very cute. We only saw a, a hot second of her, but for her being like, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Very do you, you want to come in? And then there was uh, Ariel Versace. Also I did not twerked. like her. Yeah, I hated she did it twer- hers. A lot of these girls just kind of did this weird, like, oh, twerky twerky thing. And yeah. For some reason, they thought that was funny and also would get gain them entry into a back door. Yeah. Like, why would you think that? Yeah, so also, you get into my back door. Also, were people twerking By in twerking? 1990? <laughs> was twerking even an option in 1990? Was that, was that a word? Right. They had to be 1990. It was 1990. Oh, it was I, seduction. They're trying to get into sex. Oh, I missed that they had a time period they had to dress yeah. for. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That changes everything. Mm-hmm. Raja says so she did her. She wore her good fur. She wore her good fur. She yes. was pretty funny to me. She too. was quite funny. Yeah, she's like, it's, yeah. it's, my, it's, my, it's my good fur. She was giving me some Chris Tucker. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Evie Oddly being pre- uh, pregnant to say, hey, yeah, you take care of your baby kind of thing. Picking her nose is very funny. Sure. Uh, and then, of course, the big standout is Nina West. Oh my god, she was so yeah, good. Yeah, so she shows up as Hillary Ooze. <laughs> she yeah, had a exactly. She, she looks she, just like Hillary. People keep coming for my look. Keep coming for my look. She had her maternity test, which is just like scribbled on a piece of paper. Yeah. But she gave a full character, full, but like in an in, uh, idealized uh, visual yeah. as this character. Yeah, it was uh, gorgeous. Uh, she had a story. She had jokes to go with it. I mean, this is quick improv stuff that you just, if you have that yeah. character stuff that you can bounce an idea. You know, if you live in this geeky girl, that gives you enough to work off of. Yeah. She was a geeky girl seeking out her mom, and she also used the camera to great effect. Yeah, totally. Because you got this little camera That's people. part of the gig. She goes straight up into it and shows her big buck big teeth. teeth into it. I think that's what Brooklyn missed. I mean, if you're going to do yeah. this Canadian gag, show up as like over, over, over Canadian. Mm-hmm. Right? Get over, your over, over, over Canadian. Over, over, Get your Timmies in there. Get your beaver and your Timbits in there. And you. look the character. Did that's you see it. Did you see the... Uh, 22 Minutes? 22 Minutes. Yes. 22 minutes Heidi Brander wrote that sketch. A friend yeah. of mine from the Cheeto Girls, Heidi Brander is an amazing writer, comedian, who yeah. wrote uh, a Canadian sketch on Drake Race. I think it's very Was interesting that she didn't write herself any lines. She went out there as Michelle Visage and didn't say one word. Yeah. I yeah. think that was the part of the, that was the point of the character. Oh. Yeah. Well, then I would have liked at least, like, a close-up or, like, something. 
Because she was literally just sitting there. She's not on the actual show, so she's a writer in the show. I know, but she was there in the scene, so So, why not use her? I don't think they pay her as... I don't think they... Yeah. I don't think she's featured. She's always just an extra in the scenes. Yeah, right. As the writer for the show. Okay. That's the same with SNL when they have writers on background characters sometimes. Yeah. And they don't have the lines. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I know it was really well. It was a really good sketch, but like perfect personification. That's what we wanted from the over over Canadian drag queen. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Oh yeah, from Saskatchewan, you know. Oh yeah, it's gonna go be a go a big gong show, bud. So uh, that was the mini <laughs> that was the mini challenge. Oh, so let's talk about Silky. So Silky, uh, Silky runs through the door. Of course, <laughs> you did. You like what Silky? T- I thought it was stupid. I enjoyed. I, I like mean, how shaking her boots. Yeah. No, but like Very I like, the, like. Why don't you run through the door? She's like, all right, bitch, and she's yeah. Like, you told me to come in. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very bold. Yeah. She's got she got she got nerve. She do got nerve. She got nerve. She got the nerve. Yeah, charisma, uniqueness, nerve. Nerve. Does she have talent? I think she does. Alright, she's a kind. <laughs> yes. So the winners of that um, challenge are de- decided by Rue, Raja. Raja and Nina. It's my good for Yeah. And Nina. Is my mom here? Yes. Uh, yeah. Hillary Oos, let it be known. Hillary Oos has won a challenge on Drag Race. It's true. true. Yes. <laughs> this was a very Hillary Dents episode. Oh, it's so lovely. Do you feel represented? Do you feel... A little bit. Has it been a hot minute seen? for you? I don't feel seen, but I feel... <laughs> um, I feel really happy that a, like a campy girl is coming in and slaying yes. this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It was great to see. Because I, I I've said it before, but like we haven't seen... A type like that in a long time mm-hmm. on the show. Not to the caliber to that. that Nina West is. Yeah. Yes. She's established. Yeah. A lot of girls come in, like, um, uh, what's her face from season nine? Uh, oh, the God. first booted off. What was her name? Oh, um, James, James Manfield. James, James Manfield. Manfield. Also yes. terrific, but, like, undercooked. She wasn't ready Undercooked, that's a word, yeah. And, uh, but she, I mean, give her a couple more years, she will be at that spot. She's yes. doing great right now. She's doing great work totally. on YouTube. She She's just doing... needed that push, but she just wasn't yeah. ready for the show. Yeah. But she is yeah. that same kind of Nina West fame That's true. drag queen, right? And, but yeah. Nina's obviously was established far before James Manfield's. Was he even a thing? Yeah, no, when James very... was on, it was, she was very confused. Yeah. And we were confused then. And we saw that with Trixie, too, even. I mean, Trixie in season Definitely. seven was undercooked. She was not ready. I never got that she was a comedy queen on season seven. Now I hated her, and you can ask anybody. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. went to town on like hating her because I was yeah. like, because she, was she has a funny makeup does not make her a comedy queen. Yeah. Uh huh. I hated that, but then after watching her on um, YouTube and stuff YouTube? afterwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yes, I getcha. She is funny, and I see where this is coming from, and it just takes time to develop that yeah. character. She's a lot funnier just, like, off off the cuff. And That's she, the thing. And it took her a, lo- a bit of time to even develop her stand-up act. Mm-hmm. So... All um, right, so let's get into this. So Nina and Raja, uh, with that apostrophe, Raja, and... are the team leaders for this maxi challenge, which is called Diva Worship, yeah. where they have to do an informized... Uh, informational. <laughs> uh, oh. Improvised infomercial... Uh, a televangelistical. Yeah, it's like a program. Make up words here. It's yeah, like a program. Right. It's like a televangelical program. That happens at 3 a.m. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Nina picks her team, who yes. is uh, Brooklyn, who she was hesitant to pick. Did we notice that? No. Yeah. yeah. She stuttered. She came, she came along and. She was like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I thought there was some foreshadowing because then I panned back to Rue and I was like, I see something happening here. I think something's going to happen. In later episodes. Between Nina Brooklyn and Brooke. and, uh, Rue. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh. No, I heard there was a fight, but it was between Brooklyn and Michelle. 
I don't know. I, I see a foreshadowing. It was a very quick moment, but I saw it because I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm an expert at watching the show. Interesting. I hope that's There was true. a hesitation in Nina's voice of picking Brooklyn, and they panned to Rue, and then Brooklyn was like, praise Jesus, and whatever, you know. Are you saying Rue eggs Nina on to pick Brooklyn? No, Rue was like, interesting choice that you picked Brooke. Oh. Because she was so weak the week before. Right. 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 So, and then also on the team was... Angie. Uh, Miss Angie. Angie. Uh, Oddly, uh, Mercedes was last picked. Uh-huh. And then uh, uh, Ariel Versace and Silky. I felt so bad for Mercedes team? being the last pick. Not because I don't think she should have I think she definitely should have been the last pick. Mm-hmm. But watching her in that wig and that makeup just standing there alone <laughs> made me so sad. You love her even more. It made me so sad, Why though. Because she reminded me of, like, my mom. Yourself? Oh. Like, I could, like... <laughs> To myself, fuck you. I could see my mom like being the last one picked and not understanding what's going on. Like, oh no. Uh, she represents oh. all of that inside of you. Yeah, she does, I think. <laughs> so the other team was Raja, and she picked a uh, Scarlet Envy, Sugar, uh-huh. uh, Plastic Tierra, uh, Curia Davenport, uh-huh. um, Honey Davenport, uh-huh. and Raja herself. herself. Davenport. <laughs> she picked wow. herself. Your, your memory is fantastic. <laughs> Did you go through who was doing each challenge, yes, like each instead of segment? Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. Good yeah. for you. Thank you. Wow, impressive. This is brain damage too, you know. <sighs> so they have to pick a diva. Yeah, so now we get into the teamwork where they have to come together to choose the diva they worship uh-huh. for this improv kind of style challenge. Uh, so Nina West, oh. I will say I'm very impressed with Nina. She led it very As well. a leader. She mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Um... Probably one of the best ever on the show. She took yeah. charge, but she wasn't um, demanding of them. No. She gave everyone their voice. She gave she everybody a chance to speak person. who they wanted, and yeah. then she went with the majority rules, and that she was just very authoritative about that. Yes. In yeah. a positive, upbeat way. Authoritative yeah. is a good word, because I think... A lot of queens don't do that. When, yeah. you're, when you're the leader, you do have to also... T- Take everyone's opinion and then also set emotion. Uh uh-huh. Go with it. We're doing uh-huh. this and this is what's happening. We have to go through it regardless. And it was shows. Oh, sorry. It was very clear that like half the group said Whitney, half the group said Britney, half of them said Whitney or Britney. More just like one extra person said Britney. So they're Ooh, and if you watch Untucked, I mean, Silky was very Whitney. <sighs> we'll get into that too. Yeah. So yeah, they went with the Britney. That was their choice. They went with Britney. They went with Britney. I think that's a great choice. It was an amazing great choice. Diva. Yes. I so thought many funny. Yeah, there's a lot of funny moments. Things. I would struggle with this because I don't, I'm not a diva. I don't worship any divas. You don't diva worship? Like, yeah. I don't, there's no stars that I love. Right. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Who I? I think there's people that you Amy love. Winehouse is the only person what I could about possibly China? No, but this is like singers. This is like, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you get into actors, yes, uh, comedians, oh, okay. absolutely. But if you get into like musicians, singers, uh huh. The only person I could possibly have enough info on is maybe Amy Winehouse that I'd be able to like oh, get into something. That could be else, a diva. I, I would have really pushed for Sugar Jones, and no one else would have gone for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sugar Jones here from Canada. <laughs> can you let me in? I would have gone for Anne Murray. Nice. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what would happen in the room, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, hey. I would struggle with this. We all know that Brooklyn Heights went for Anne Murray, and don't you say you didn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who would Brooklyn have gone for? I don't, I don't know. I right. can't believe no one out of both teams went for mentioned... RuPaul. I can't believe no... See, actually, that would be great. <laughs> but nobody mentioned Beyonce, who is, yes. like, is a religion as we... I like. Says the biographer over here. But that's the thing, is the, the fact that biographer know. is a word, the fact that, like... I went to go see a lecture the other day by a biologist, 
And like the fact mm. that those words exist, like I didn't know those existed. Even. Yeah. But see that that's my thing. I don't know this stuff. So it really comes down to like what each person has to bring is their knowledge behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously you know this. Yeah. So you would if you were the leader of this team, I would be like, All right, we'll go with your vision. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, if I don't know it, I can't do it. I wouldn't be able to bring that to the improv challenge. And if I were the leader, like, I wouldn't push that on anybody if they didn't want to do Beyonce because improv is such a strong portion of this that yeah. they have to have the knowledge. Like, they can't, I can't just tell them everything so they have to say. So flipping to the other team, mm-hmm. they, that's the problem they had. <laughs> so they're going yeah. around in circles, throwing out a, a zillion different names. Each of them has no... Uh, What's the word I want? Connect. Well, they each of them doesn't have a connection with some, what with what the other person is saying. Well, yes. they, for some reason they wanted to go with a, a, a diva that everyone knew some, a little bit about. Yes. yes. Rather than go with a diva that somebody knew everything about yeah. for sure. Yes. Which is by far the better choice because then you that's have, why I'm saying if you knew about factual, Beyonce, let's go with Beyonce and just yeah. inform me. Right. Right? right, as opposed to like, let's go with somebody that we kind of know. Oh my God. Scarlett wanted to do Dolly Parton, which would have been yes. amazing. I mean, yeah. that's very televangelistical. Yeah, I mean, even Whitney. Like, I, I almost feel like a couple of them in the Mariah group were doing Whitney without knowing they were doing Whitney. Uh huh. FYI, they yeah. were doing. Yeah, I'm sorry, Whitney. but so emotional and emotions are two completely different songs, Rasha O'Hara. And also, sparkle and glitter are that, not the same. Well, okay, uh-huh. so we'll get into this. So they, so, so they go with Mariah, and ne- none of them really understand. Akira brought up the good point against Whitney, saying that a lot of her best, like, funniest moments are the ones where she was under the influence and, like, in a really bad place. And yeah. Rue warned uh, Asia about that last season when she was going to do Whitney for Snatch Game. She goes, you're not going to do the cocaine, are you? And that is the easiest place to go. So yeah, I can see always, why they didn't go with Whitney. But, I mean, before Whitney was a drug addict and had her downfall, mm-hmm. honestly, she did, she was she was a religion very much like Beyonce. Like, yeah. she was huge! Yeah. So, I mean, she had her downfall, but, I mean, you could use that. You could go, like... But they didn't. We don't talk about the They went years. with Mariah. Exactly. And so that is that bet they made. RuPaul goes <laughs> over to talk with the girls. She talks with Nina's girls. They have a they have a hoot and holler and good time. Uh-huh. RuPaul, RuPaul, it really comes out this episode, guns the place. And yeah. Uh, I don't know uh-huh. what they fed her backstage before <laughs> in the door, but she was like... Uh, so she was firing off full cylinders. Yeah, she was uh, spicy this season. Yeah, so she was uh, she was into what Nina's team was, and I think that comes down to Nina's confidence. Uh-huh. And Nina, even after they talked yeah. with her, Paul was like, that should light a fire under each of us, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Good leadership. So then she goes over to Rasha's team, uh-huh. Mariah, and uh, it's kind of the complete opposite. Oh my god, they didn't know what her fans are called. I don't know that either, but I mean, they should know if they're doing the challenge. Yeah, but the oh, yeah. fact that it's, exactly. you have eight, how many were they? Six, seven, six drag queens, six drag queens together, who, on they, I'm sure most of them perform Mariah nightly. Like, how does not one of them not know one thing about her? I mean, this is a poor choice. I would have gone with Ru- I would have gone with RuPaul for that team. Yeah, I would have been all. I mean, yeah. they're obviously not as brave as that. Yeah, so, yeah. Because they were thinking about Diana Ross and like, well, that's RuPaul's favorite. Oh God! But, I mean, if somebody knew anything about Diana Ross, they really should have. I mean, they 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 didn't want to take chances. That's why they failed because they could have taken the. Are chance. you kidding? They took a chance. They went with Mariah, not knowing anything about. No, Mariah. that's the safest choice they made. That's a chance. I really they feel. Made, made I feel like it mistakes. would have been the same if they had gone with Diana. I feel like none of them would have had anything to say about her. 
If they don't know Mariah, how are they going to know Diana? Well, why didn't they go with Whitney? Because they clearly were doing Whitney. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't. They went with Mariah. I said it once. I'll say it five more times. Yes. So, um, RuPaul gets real pissed. Uh-huh. Uh, she gets pissy with them. Yeah. And they're all kind of starting to doubt themselves. But, yeah. And then at that point, I would just change it up. Well, Raja was like, no, we're keeping it. Like, everyone was like, well, should that we just like, pick right. somebody else? So Raja is the leader. Yeah. But she, she said, never showed it. Until that moment Until where she's that like, moment. well, I'll stick with this. Mm-hmm. And then she should have said that on the runway later on, I have to stay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. here we go. We're getting into the actual filming of the televil- tele-evangelistical... Yeah. Linda, tele-evangelistical. So, will we start with the good team, I guess? The Britney we bitch? Do. It's Britney it's bitch network. IBBN. IBBN. It's Britney bitch network. So, uh, and they're wearing their best uh, Tammy Faye-inspired blue eyeshadows. Also, coming from my look in every single case, uh-huh. it was glorious! Never have we seen terrible <laughs> drag so hillary oh, It was so good. It was your diva worship moment. There was so much blue eyeshadow. There was so many circular moments. Who cares, Mimi? That's right. Who you are. There were so many poorly fitting garments. It was wonderful. <laughs> Nina did a great job. So posting. there's basically two people kind of running the thing, which mm-hmm. was Brooklyn and Nina, mm-hmm. and they kind of set the pace for the show, essentially. Yes. yes. And they, uh, yeah, Nina was really, really, really great. They had some good jokes set up. Yeah, she was They had good characterizations uh-huh. that made sense. They, they had, had one take to do all this, remember? And yeah. she set herself up to kill Slay and take uh-huh. it down. But also set up Brooklyn. Like, it wasn't just yeah. about her. They had, a, yeah. they had a back and forth ping pong moment. Uh-huh. Right? Which I, I made Brooklyn that, look better. Because yeah. I don't know yeah. if Brooklyn could have done the same by her. No, honestly. but I think that was a good choice to choose Brooklyn. Because they obviously have a good working relationship already. Yeah. It's great. And some of her jokes were like, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to take this back for the, your frappuccino. Your frothy, frothy frappuccino. <laughs> that stuff's fun. It was wonderful yeah. the whole time. She w- she just turned it like Oprah. You know, she was the powerhouse who like uh-huh. knew how to hit every cue, had a joke for every moment. She took the reins. She was like she was taking charge, and that's what we need in a leader of a team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she did it. We're happy with them. We're happy. I was. And then we get into uh, the Miss Vanjie as uh, converting the yes. non-believers, converting the non-believers, stealing the show, making Nina break, making Nina laugh, and because they have the extra person that uh, Vanjie gets to convert to people, and Vanjie comes in and literally probably steals the show. Absolutely. With, with her cookie monster Her references voice. were on point. Well, she was quick. She was loud. So Miss Vanjie, again, is just doing Miss Vanjie. She's not, yeah. she's not trying to hide herself. She's no. Like, I'm Miss Vanjie. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then she's whipping her hair back and forth. <laughs> it's all about the hair whip. If she hadn't did the hair whip thing, I think it would have just been Miss Vanjie. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been as in love with it. Mm-hmm. But because I think she was adding some kind of physical trait to this character, it gave me something. Yes. Yeah. So Evie Oddly comes out as a goth kid. Yeah, so she has to convert these two goth non-believers. Uh, Mercedes, the joke is with Mercedes is that she's, I guess she's from Africa. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she's was, a tribal woman. For me, it was really like it was very... this bizarre cultural moment. Yeah. She was like this African queen who knows about Spears. Not Britney Spears. Spears. Poor. They fed her that joke and she lost it. Yeah. 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 Doesn't, doesn't really have the, the What talents. is Spears? In my country, we only have spears. What is spears? <laughs> doesn't really have the thing, the talent. She doesn't even know how to hold a spear. Mm. <laughs> she it's... holds a spear upside down with the arrow. 
It's strange. <laughs> it, I like how her mind works, though. Everything's just backwards. Yeah. It's it's it, it is backwards, and I think it's a, a lingual thing for her. I don't know if she knows exactly how... how uh, holding an arrow backwards is not lingual. You know I what? Maybe just you might be is. right. Maybe it's not a lingual thing. I don't know, but she... I think it's she, her character. She tends to just get things very wrong. That's just her. I don't think it has anything to do with her yeah. background or anything. I yeah. think that's just who she is. She's so tiny. She's a, I know. She's so She's a little shorter. Nugger. Yeah. And you never... I want to dip of, her. Yeah. yeah. It's always when I see her next to somebody that I realize it. Otherwise, I don't think of her as that small. She's adorable. Yeah. Anyway, she was doing okay, but she got carried along by the idea. Yes. So Evie was this goth character, and then yeah. they do the gag of 2007 Britney, where they shave her head. Yes. Yes, and then we get bald Evie, which worked out perfect. Because mm-hmm. she is bald. Yeah, and then, because that's my favorite Britney moment. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't like Britney, but I like that moment where she had the umbrella the bald, and the bald. The, yeah. I mean, I wish they had the umbrella. Because it was vulnerable and it was real. She reached her breaking point, I know. Yeah. We all have been there. <laughs> and then... And then <laughs> I may have been there last year. And when she gets sprayed by um, Oda Br- Brittany. So they oh, throw yeah, the blonde wig on her, she flips the hair around. Yeah. And they do the same thing to Mercedes. They yeah. put the blonde wig on her. Yeah. And they flip the hair around. And yeah. they just do a whole bunch of flipping and Vanjie uh, makes the joke of the century when she, she thanks herself. Oh, um, so good. Let's all take each other. Take, I take him as Van Jay. Oh, I'll take myself. All right, I take uh, myself. It was great. Yeah. Uh, it was a fantastic moment. So, A plus. That, I mean, come on. That just <laughs> and like, Nina's like, well, it. thank you very much, Miss Van Jay. Now moving on. <laughs> you are frothy, frothy frappuccino. Frothy, frothy frappuccino. Hold on a sec. We're just going to take a break. And then they take these fake commercial breaks. You know what they, they did? Back. They it's wrote so down a list of things that of Britney-isms. <laughs> frappuccino. Yes. And, she always, and they had that in the logo. They just listed all the little things. Mm-hmm. The Mario team didn't do this. They yes. didn't write down a list of gags. Vanjie even talking about walking to 7-Eleven with no shoes on. Yes. Yeah. These are the gags you've got to write down before you do this kind of shit. Every mm-hmm. gag possible. Improv 101. Oh my gosh. If you don't know it, write it down as a collective. So they get into the third part of the segment, which is musical. So we skipped over this, but Ariel outed herself as a singer. Yes. Silky said she's a singer, so Ariel said... Well, then let's work together. <coughs> and then there was a moment of Silky being like, really, bitch, you hated me last week and now you want to work with me? But it's like, yeah, we're both the singers. There's a singing portion. <laughs> to the competition. So let's just fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. So Ariel is definitely proving herself to be professional and, and definitely going for the strengths. And uh, yeah, they come out and they have a lot to prove because they're both singers. Yeah. And they, uh, they do very well. And I think they did a great job. So they did fine. I think Ariel thinks she did better than she did. I think Probably. because she did well for Ariel to her that's doing great. But yeah. <laughs> I was... thought she did I thought she did great. But I here's thought... the thing, she did fine. She wasn't particularly funny. Out she of did everybody the... who did the musical stuff, you thought she did fine? No, I mean for the people who did well, <laughs> she did fine. Yeah. So she I like... thought she did I mean she was in the top for the whole thing. I thought she did one she of the best. Was... She she was in the top because she did better than last week. She was an improvement on herself. No, that's not why she was in the top. Yes, because her her jokes and her singing were what anybody else would have done, except for Raja and Honey, is Fair. what anybody else would have and should have done. She didn't do anything more. But she was clean and concise. Yeah, yeah but is and that the, is that the bar? Is it being fine? That's fine. This it's episode, fine. it absolutely is yeah. the bar. Yeah. I just think she got too much praise. I think she praised herself too much for the work that she did. Oh. I, I see what you mean because like when you look at it very objectively I don't think that Silky and Ariel were working very well together mm-hmm. uh, like Ariel was doing Ariel which is very like this is what I'm doing Silky 
<laughs> was being a loud mouth. I'm gonna come for you the whole time. <laughs> she wasn't as loud as she normally is, though. She toned it back. She was um, there was something. She was in her head. They were very disconnected, though. They were disconnected. They for were sure. very disconnected. When I don't. I don't know how hard. I don't. Sorry. Is, when they were performing together. Yeah, they were very disconnected. I don't think we were watching the same show. I, I mean, sure. they were they were like in harmony and they sang together. But no. as far as like their personalities, they were they working were. together. That's why it worked. I guess I don't think so. Y'all are looking into some other episode. I don't know what we're all watching. <laughs> they worked together. They sang on key together. Yes. They had a rhythm. I don't know what else you want. I mean, I guess you're both singers, yes. and so you're overjudging them, perhaps? Yeah. Uh, they well, did the job, is what I'm saying. They didn't do anything we're getting, special. We're picking at... We're picking... We're picking... Being very fine-tuned. Mm-hmm. Like, they were in sync, but they weren't necessarily working together perfectly. Okay, so well, let's get into the other team, if this yeah. is how you feel about <laughs> the good team. Moving on to Mariah. Uh, no comments. But I mean, come on. We loved Jesus, it all. We loved it all. Loved it all. I, loved, I loved the vocal fry at the end. It was perfect. She was giving me Britney. Yeah. I disagree. So I, I thought she anybody was, yeah. should have done that as a thing. But nobody else did it. Because she was the one who was assigned that task. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, okay, so. so let's talk about Mariah Carey then. So this Great. you really sink your teeth in. Okay, let's do this. So Mariah. Scarlett and Sugar are doing the same job that Nina and Brooklyn were doing, where they're kind of moderating yeah. and leading the pace of the show. Now, each one has, a, like, they're, they're two co-hosts, but one of them is the leader. Like, Nina was definitely the leader of the other one. Yes. And there was it, no leader for this. I, I think group. it's supposed to be Scarlett. Right, and I was thinking it should have been Sugar. It should have been Sugar. Right, So I, but I don't think any of them determined that a leader was present. Right. And that's why, mm-hmm. that's why, like, in these Survivor, you need to have a leader. Yes. Right? Uh, yeah, I'm confused by that. <laughs> Should we talk about Survivor right now? Because yeah. I just watched last <laughs> Wednesday's episode. I'm confused comments. by that entirely. I, I was confused by the, the lack of Raja as the leader. I think yeah. she should have been re- reading it. But she stuck herself in, in the music team for some reason. I, it's probably because the other ones said that they can't sing. Like, she probably was the one who was like, I can uh, sing. She uh, took a back seat and that was her did. fault as the leader. You can't take a back seat. No. And that's why your team failed. So, Scarlett and Sugar try and set the pace, but they're both giving characters that are not Mariah-isms. No. Here's the thing. Is Scarlett, Scarlett doesn't was... look anything Mariah. Scarlett was speaking too slowly. Like, everything she was saying, like, her words were way too spaced out, and her jokes were way too spaced out, so none of it hit. Like, she stopped to give us a shimmy that made no sense and didn't... That was her character choice. It was a a horrible character. But it didn't make sense, and it wasn't Mariah. Yeah. That's the thing, like, with the other girls, they at least had the twang, and they at least had the jokes to back it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With this, it's just like she was giving us a totally insular character that had nothing to do with this... The situation they were in. Yeah, yeah. I, I Sugar was at least giving me a wig. It was a really terrible flat RuPaul wig from Project Runway 2007. <laughs> yeah, but at least it was like an attempt. I was into Sugar. I thought Sugar was fine. I think if she was on a stronger team, she would have risen up. I felt bad for Sugar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she also did not do great. She didn't do great, but no. but it's also because her team fucking sucked. So yeah. she got dragged down a little bit. But you know what? If you're in that situation, maybe you should take the reins. She, I mean, I think yeah. they were looking to Sugar because she is older. And funny. And they just were thinking that she could do it. But I don't think Sugar was, like, yeah. willing to take it there. Yeah. There so. was just no Mariah. Like, the, there was just no point of view on Mariah. I don't know yeah. what their point of view on Mariah really was. They don't have one. They didn't have one. So, Plastic Tierra, we cut to her. Yeah. She looks the most Mariah. She looks the most Mariah. And <laughs> She's got butterflies coming everywhere. I think she had the best. I enjoyed she had a character. What, I enjoyed what she did. I enjoyed mm-hmm. her deep I voice. I did too. Even though it wasn't making sense in the episode. 
It made sense to me. She I knew exactly big. what she was doing. She swung big. I don't know if she really got it. I'm impressed. I think she I'm did. impressed that she would decide make a bold choice that she made. Yeah. Because she wouldn't strike me as that person, but no. she made the boldest choice on the team. Here's the thing. Totally. Think about this. So she did that, and every time she did it, they would cut to somebody going, she has no idea what she's doing. What is she doing? What a horrible choice. If she had done the exact same thing, and they had cut to someone being like, Plastique is so funny. Yeah. What a strong choice. We all would have loved it. Totes. I, I agree. That's true. So what was the character she did? She was doing this kind of Mariah's like, so, uh, my name is Mariah, and then Ariana Grande. Yeah. The demon voice would come out, because there is this thing between Ariana and Mariah yeah that actually happened that's the gag they were going for it wasn't clear so no. I didn't catch that right that's the thing is it is a good gag it was poorly so executed. they brought out uh, Akuria as the Ariana fans apparently looking they... nothing like an Ariana fan it right. should have been the other way around Plastique should have been the Ariana yeah, absolutely should have been yeah <laughs> well yeah. I mean Plastique is very Ariana that's the she thing yeah. <laughs> that was the confusing bad part casting uh-huh. uh, and then like, this is the same thing they converted her they put a wig on her <laughs> yeah and you could see the wig under the other wig when she turned her head there was blonde coming yeah. out of that wig Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What is that? Her ear?" It was really weird. And then when they took that wig off, I was like, "Oh, there was another." So wig. then she became Mariah. But again, I wasn't. She didn't look like Mariah, and I wasn't getting the same Britney uh-huh. thing. Uh huh. I mean, I wanted a whistle tone. I wanted her to do like yes. A, I no to, one did one to do like a dog dog note. You know, mm-hmm. that's what we needed. That's so true. I mean, whistle tones and dog notes. Can you imagine if they just went? Yeah. Yes. Like, just like open their just mouth. Open their mouth. Nothing came out. Have and then, a, like a have dog a glass shatter. <laughs> Or, yeah, a sugar of, glass shatter. Sugar like cane glass. Sugar should have shattered. It should have shattered sugar. <laughs> the, it did shatter sugar. No, and it was an infomercial, which Mariah is famous for for her moments moment, where she only like she kept repeating the word moment. There's a compilation on YouTube of her just saying the word moment mm-hmm. on an infomercial. They're on an infomercial. Not one person said the word moment at any time because they don't know anything about Mariah. <laughs> I didn't know that either. See? Yeah. Uh, but Put me did, on your team. So. RuPaul dropped a bunch of hints to them when she was yelling at them, essentially. Being like, lambs! Blah, blah. Yeah. And so they basically, every nugget they got from RuPaul was in it. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's all they knew was what RuPaul told them. Yeah. Which is insane. So we get into the musical. Oh, yeah, yeah, then, then they, yeah. But then they actually made mistakes. You know? Yes. Like yeah, with, so, with, with in the, so in the musical. Gl- yes, yes, exactly. So Akira said she just watched Sparkle. Sparkle. <laughs> and because Plastique had never heard of it, she was like, why don't we like Sparkles? Like, she didn't understand what the reference was, so she wasn't there to say, because Sparkle, you're talking about Glitter. Sparkle is Whitney. It's a Whitney movie with Jordan glitter. Sparks. Glitter. Is that an actual movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's about a mom in prison and stuff. Anyway. Oh, so Glitter. <laughs> glitter is Mariah. I know. Yeah. This is so, so confusing, but this is actually real. I know. Real life. <laughs> oh, I knew Glitter. I was like, the fuck are they singing Sparkle for? Yeah. So she could use it for Whitney. That's a, that's a Whitney movie. And that's the second time he did that, because back when they were like, when they were talking about songs, but there's emotions, and then Raj just starts going, I get so emotional, oh, baby, yeah, which is Whitney, and no one called her out. No one, I really thought they were going to cut to Honey saying, that's a Whitney song, but then they cut to her being like, we're doing great. <laughs> like, what a bizarre grouping of queens. Uh, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was funny. So she had a glass full of sparkles. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Yeah, at that. Exactly. That's when we knew, like, okay, we're, all, we're all in trouble here. Cow. Yeah. So we get into the musical part now with Raja and Honey. Yeah. Honey turns um, her back to the camera for, like, an awkward moment of her picking up those, glit- those glitter champagne glasses. Sparkle glasses. Yes. Oof. 
Yes, they 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 start strong, and then suddenly there's this dead space while she's yeah. Making up a prop for so I don't taste. know what happened. I, I I assume that like nerves got to these girls because they they had everything written out. They didn't improvise the song. They had wrote yeah. a new parody uh-huh. song that they had forgotten. Uh-huh. And uh, I think the the weird thing is is that uh, they both kind of blame it on each other. Um, Honey says like Raja started going off and singing something she shouldn't have been. And so then Honey got flustered and was like, I don't know, where are we going? They were both horrible. But they both just stunk the bed. But the thing is, Honey was... thought she did better than she did because in her confessional she was like, I thought I did great. Am I milk right now thinking I did great when I did Yeah, I love that she brought that It up. was a very funny... <laughs> honestly, honestly though... My delusion, like milk. <laughs> Raj... You should be so lucky, Honey. Yeah, I mean Raja. Really... Land of milk and honey. <laughs> they need to do a duet now. Raja really was. Well, right? like, Raja what? <laughs> Raja really stunk, stunk the bad with this. Like, con- completely. Yes. Totally. Yes. Did not leave the team well at all. And I think she really... Got out. That's a fucking lovely. Got out of so something. So they were trying to sing together, but that was not in tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just forgot the word that they were wanting to say. And it looked it looked messy. It sounded messy. Oh, it was messy. And there was just when you in that moment, there's no coming back. And Ross had one note for the team, which was. You hope you bring it to the runway. Oh my baby. Yeah. And so I think after they'd finished, they were all like, no, it's not bad. Yeah. Not bad, girl. Not bad. Then Ross was like, you better bring it to They're like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess we misjudged that. And that's when the honey was like, am I yeah. delusional? Yes, girl. She didn't say that till the next day when Sugar was like, so I'm really worried. Yeah. And she was like, why? Why are you worried? <laughs> yeah. They thought they did amazing. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm always, I'm always elated. <laughs> Yeah. When I see Queen's solution. Like Even Pl- Plastique was like, why are we worried? She didn't understand it either. Yeah. Because she doesn't know. She doesn't know anything. She doesn't know pop culture. We'll get to that on the runway. So, bringing that to the runway. I guess that's what... Is there anything else in the background that happened? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, we get told that... Uh, so, Evie's painting. Or Evie. Uh-huh. Oh. So, she's painting full pink. And then we find out she's got an anteater. She's painting her dick. <laughs> oh, she's painting the anteater. Which pink. means somebody's got a lot of foreskin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I would like to be in the work room that day. <laughs> that sounds like too much foreskin for me. An anteater? But I think you just call any uncut dick an anteater, right? Oh, I, I imagine like a lot of foreskin uh, on that. Yeah. Not I a bad know. thing. Tweets the to each their to own. Each We're all different own. shapes and sizes. Yes. And but she was full dick like, out, and then the, there was the uh, Raja was like, "I hope you're not using that sponge on your eye too, girl. You're gonna get pink eye." Uh-huh. I know, because and she was pink, so that's funny. But Raja that's also, has like, that's also how you get pink eye. Have we had pink eye? Yes, <laughs> I had it in high school. Yeah, we've all had pink eye. But not yeah, for that reason. Yeah, because I don't clean my brushes. That's all. We, well, we have to talk about Mercedes. We have to talk about this moment because Mercedes. Uh, everyone... Stop making fun of her accent. Yeah, she did a character. She did it herself. She did it herself. We're Ma- making we're making we're, we're making Ma- light Candace. of the, the amazingness that is Mercedes. She is amazing. Um, so this whole episode was about religion, which is a controversial yeah. thing to talk about. 
But drag doesn't stray away from the controversial. No. We talk about these things, and I, I appreciate that they went... The queen started badgering Mercedes about, so tell she, us about your religion. Yes, because Mercedes is like, I didn't really understand what we were doing because I don't understand church. Yeah. And then Akiri's like, what are you talking about? Don't you go to church? And then they were like, no, she's Muslim. And like, so, and then Akiri didn't understand. An that, apothecary? Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. said a mausoleum. Oh, mausoleum. That's mausoleum. right. Yeah, no. apothecary would have been better. <laughs> a mausoleum. And then... Yeah, various, various queens just But that, know. I think, is really just evident of a kind of America doesn't understand yeah. Muslim culture. Sure. They don't understand. I mean, they just assume that she had the same God as everybody else. And yeah. yeah. It's a very different... I mean, it's religion. It's... Anyway, they were badgering her about saying, well, educate us, educate us. We don't know. Tell us. Yes. And Mercedes decided to say... Nothing. She just said, I don't want to talk I don't about it. I just got to go get ready. Leave I'm me alone. Which I think is fair enough. I respect that. She is When Muslim. you have someone like Silky yelling at you, how do you worship Allah? How do you worship Allah? Of course you're going to walk away. Fuck you. Persons, I mean, religion is very personal. And yeah. also being someone who is gay, Muslim, that could be an easy thing personal. to talk about. And, uh, yeah. yeah. You know, those... That's, yeah, that's a whole, that's why I appreciate that she's on the show, as a gay Muslim. Yes. Um, I mean, we do want to be informed about this stuff. But we that's kind of have to yeah. be informed in our own time, but we can't just push somebody It's like talk. pushing someone to come out of the closet. Like, you don't Absolutely. fucking do that shit. It's, it's something that's personal, and, and it's up to them to talk about Even it when, when they the want to. when the producers are interviewing her, and they're trying to get more information, yeah. she's like, can I not talk about this? Yeah. And I mean... And good for her. I wish she had, because I think a lot of people need to be educated. However, it's not her job. And it's it's a personal thing for her. She doesn't want to talk about it. So good for her for for saying no. Um, but there's another moment you're forgetting about. Tell me, Veggie and Brooke, oh, Brooke have a Brooke little and Veggie share a moment. Kissy, kissy, yeah. Show me. So the kiss wasn't so a real kiss. It was a peck. Everybody but... in the audience went ooh yeah. like a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Full House when DJ and Steve <laughs> yeah. say anything oh, yes, to each Steve other. They're in love. Brooke and, uh, and Angie. Angie. Are they in love? We'll find out. I don't think Also, so. apparently there's some rumors that, you know, on the bus ride over, apparently there's, like, some stuff happening between them. Because the thing with Drag Race is you are sequestered to your rooms. Yeah. No TV. Uh-huh. Well, you have TV, but no phones, no grinder. Can they go to each other's rooms? I, I, no, you can't. You have to stay in your own room. You can't okay. be around each other. Um, apparently, um, Katja brought porn. Really? <laughs> she Good was there. She brought her own, like, 19... 19- 80s porn. Yeah. <laughs> She's so funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, and that's the reason Willem was, well, quote unquote, kicked off, because that's not the real reason, but that because she left her room to have sex with her partner. Actually, yeah. she actually just said it. I know. I found out what the real, but that's what they said on the show. That's what they said on the show, but yeah. it was a producer. She, she fucked she a producer. Oh, I'm sure she did. Yeah. She fucks everybody. Yeah. But there was a lot of stuff yeah. behind that, too. There's a whole yeah. conspiracy with Willem. Yeah. Anyways, but you can't leave oh. your room, so they're no. sexually, you know, repressed. Yeah. yeah. So, perhaps. If Angie and Brooke are getting it on and they like each other, good for them. Yeah. But where they have to do it in the mop closet, which is yeah. where they got their outfits yeah. for this runway. So getting into the <laughs> runway. So, getting to Fringe. Who are the judges this week? Oh, we have Guillermo Diaz from Scandal, from Scandal. who I love. Huh? Yeah, so I don't know him. Is I he, didn't know he was is gay. He a comedian? Is he improv? No, he's, no, a, he's, he's an a, actor. Yeah. Okay. He's a very serious actor. He was, I, in, he was in Britney Spears' music video for a work bit. Was uh, he? Work, I think it's work bitch. Um, no, no, till the, till the world ends. Or the other one that sounds like it's the same. Till the world anyway. ends. Anyway. So I didn't know he was an out, an out gay actor because he, yes. doesn't, he doesn't play one on Scandal and that's all I know him from. Yeah. But apparently he has a lot, he's been around since 1994. 
2005, I think, is when he really blew up and was in... He's got cast in a lot of movies, but he's always been out. Thank you for getting that hair off my chin chin. He did a full frontal photo shoot. What? When? How do I find this? I don't know, but... Um, I think he's so sexy. Tumblr, perhaps? Um, apparently, <laughs> apparently, there's some naked pictures of him online if you want to see. I am going to find them. Thank you for letting me know, because I'm really welcome. good at finding stuff. What about Troy Sivan? Naked pictures of him, too? Oh, Troy Sivan! Oh, he's imagine. too young. Who's Troy Sivan? Was he the other judge? He is the other judge. I like, little, little, little I like him twunky. Oh my god, he's so tiny, so, so Troy little. the other one. Uh, Choice of on is a YouTuber slash singer. But, thank you. Next, um... no, but his his <laughs> album Bloom is all about bottoming and about like being a sexual Bloom? gay man. It's called Bloom. Yeah, <laughs> it's about bottoming. He's got a song. Oh, I bloom just for bloomed. he said it on the runway to, to Rue. He said I bloom just for you, which is a line from oh his song Bloom. God. It's a great album. You should listen to it. This new wow. generation of gays are just getting it right out the gate. I love it. Alright, so here we go. Runway's Fringe. <sighs> Birds and the Bees. Getting into Honey Davenport. So Honey Davenport is first on the runway. She's I, wearing a big black thing with fringe on it. PVC. Fringe. It's PVC. Pleather. Pleather. So pleather fringe. A full pleather uh, funeral inspired look. Mm-hmm. Full uh, black hat. It's humongous with fringe and chains coming off every arm, leg, and headpiece. Inspired directly from Lady Gaga's Angel Down, which is a song about Trayvon Martin and oh, black hey. uh, uh, cop violence against black people. Sure. Oh, hey. I don't know this reference, so I'm only seeing this look as I it didn't is. know it until she's... I didn't know that yeah. reference, but I... I love this look. Yeah. I totally love it. Yeah, I think... Um, I love that this huge hat is, like, so dramatic. I mean, the whole look yeah. is so dramatic. Yeah. Um, I, I, did, I would go for I did a, I did a very low-rent version of this. You did? You were wearing this anyway. I, it wasn't the same thing. It's like very. If, exactly. <laughs> right. If it, if we if I was in silhouette, like a very dark silhouette, yeah. you might clock a reference. Absolutely. And that's about it. <laughs> and you were already wearing it when she walked down the runway. Yes, exactly. We so, did fringe this week. So I loved it. Um, I I love it. I love that she has her head is her head is also covered in the full. Uh huh pleather moment as well so she's got yeah. this bald moment with the hat I love that there's peekaboo in the hat so we can see through it um, yeah it's giving me this kind of without without the hat topper the big brim uh, she very, is very giving me like a vivacious look yes I you know that. I would have sworn vivacious owned this or something because vivacious like covers her entire body except yes. for her face a lot yeah yeah um, when Michelle when as soon as she turned the runway and Michelle was out she said ah my VHS exploded I got it. My like, what? My VHS exploded. Oh, yeah. It's great. That. <laughs> it's so well, that, that was what I was thinking. I was like, if you had actually made this out of the tapes, yeah. I would be even more impressed, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have taken away from the reference she was going for. Sure. I don't know the reference anyway, so I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think it's gorgeous. It's giving me that funeral. She's the belle of the ball of the funeral. And it had a message, and this is and a person. whole eyes on her. She's yeah. in the box. She's yeah. a very political queen, and this had a very political message. Oh, it's For lovely. her. I mean, she would have had to explain it for most of us to get it. So they had to bring I it to mean, the runway. I think she brought it with this look at she the very did, least. Absolutely. I mean, just looking at a look like that, Jesus. Like, the girls on these regular seasons of Drag Race, they look like all-stars. They do. But do you know how much I, I saw afterwards? She spent $20,000 on her looks before she had to go there. What is happening to the world? That's what you have to spend. That's why people it's like Monique insane. were like, I can't get this kind of credit loan. They get yeah. credit loans yeah. to be able to do this. And some girls, you know, just can't. I don't think I could. $20,000. Yeah, honey. You're not to making prefer- money. To do you a- have to spend $20,000. You're making, you're making money. money. As, as, this is an investment. Yeah, but you, it's an investment. You will make all of that money back and more. Because they're going to make five to $10,000 a night. I agree with you, but 
you twenty thousand dollars to be on a TV show. Mm-hmm. Just just stop at that point. And to not be to get eliminated early and not be able to show what you spent money on. Yeah, that's why she's upset. Is because she's like, I spent twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh-huh. To not show any of this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. That's the risk you take though on this show. Is like if you're gonna spend it. You better make sure you deliver it. I know. Just that- doing a bar pageant right now, how much I'm spending, I'm like, that's a fraction of like, and that's three looks that I'm spending money on. Yeah. This? These outfits are $1,000 minimum. Yeah. For a look. I know, but it's just amazing where drag races come. Like, All Stars has heightened yeah. dr- regular drag race. Yeah. Like, it's insanity. Yeah. You have to spend so much. Well, let's keep talking about this runway. So okay, okay. Not. I just... I'm, we got into Scarlet Envy. I'm We're gay. Here looking for Scarlet Envy. She's given us a white fringe, uh, another corset, which she loves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, this is like a beaded fringe. She's got a beautiful um, little coiffed wig. I beautiful makeup. Gorgeous. I think it's beautiful. And then beautiful. she's got some uh, tassels coming off her shoes, which is a beautiful touch as well. Yes, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that touch. It's and just, off her oh. fingernails. Oh, That's true. Maybe beautiful. too much for me, but you know. Glass, beads. She looks gorgeous. Like, it's so lovely. And even when she wasn't walking, like when she was just standing on the runway, she held her arms open so we yeah. didn't see that fringe falling. And her legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she stood there like a doll with a, a real firm rod up her. I think it's beautiful. Um, yeah, that's from the first look she entered in. I can't believe it's the same person. Mm-hmm. This is giving me like a Dora Delano kind of the season six moment where she had the, the white, mm. right? She spent all her money on the runway, and then for her entrance look, she was like, what else do I have? Yeah, here's 10 cents. <laughs> uh, so we love this. Yeah, we love it. Is it giving us fringe? We're fringing. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fringe, yeah. Some of us gave more fringe than others. So, Sugar Kane is out next. Sugar Kane giving us a full so tribal, what we uh, found full out, Native American What we folks. found out this episode is that her background is... is Native American. Uh, Latin and uh, Native American. Yeah. She's Apache. Which is fabulous, because I wanted to see this kind of queen on the show. I, I didn't know she was. I Me neither. And I love a queen who talks about her background and who puts that into her... That's what my Queens of the World is all about. It's yeah. about like honoring your culture and who you are. Yes, totally. Because other people need to see that. Like, an Apache... Like, somebody who has that background needs to see somebody representing them on stage. And Native culture mm-hmm. is, I mean, any if you want to say Muslim culture is watered down, Native culture is... Especially in the States. Especially, especially watered down. Especially is like, and this is their country, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. it's insane how they've been yeah. mistreated and uh, forgotten. Yeah. So, well, I and mean, made, it's, and made it's fun very of. watered. Yeah. I mean, yeah, speaking of, yeah. Look at Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. There's hardly any survivors, really, and it's so scattered, and you just all consider, you group all these dis- disparate tribes together and call them the same thing, and they're not the same thing. Uh-huh. So, I mean, yeah. Culturally, I love that she did this, and I love that she put this into a fringe moment. So she had kind of a, um, a pastel bodysuit, but she had all that beautiful kind of jade jewelry uh-huh. happening everywhere. It is a with beautifully beautiful. She's got the beautiful outfit. blanket, and then she's got the classic makeup, and then she's got the braids up in her hair, uh-huh. and then she's got the fringe with the feathers happening all over. Uh-huh. It's gorgeous to me. It is beautiful. Yeah, it's so. Great. And Michelle pointed that out. She's like, "Look at your bodysuit, and look at Sugar." Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a bodysuit. Well done. This is another bodysuit. I want to hear more from her native background on the show. Me too. I, I really like that. That for me is a moment that we haven't had on the series. Much like the Muslim, uh-huh. the Canadian, and I didn't even know that. Yeah. And I want to hear more, more about. We might this. get more later. Hopefully. I hope so. I hope we get more of Sugar. I love Sugar. Mm-hmm. I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. Getting into Plastic Tierra. 
talking about more Ooh. culture, the Vietnamese. Yeah. So Plastique is giving us some more kind of glass beating fringe. It's this really transparent silver. And this is giving us Ariana Grande. It's <laughs> very Ariana Grande. Yeah. The, I see Ariana Grande hands down here. Well, she is Ariana Grande. And that's why, why wouldn't she have suggested yeah. Ariana Grande for the challenge? Yeah, right? right? It is interesting. I don't think anyone's talking about how similar her and uh, Scarlett's look are. Because they're both big, little glass beaded yeah. white bodysuits. No, they're different. They're, white. Yeah, they're, they're executed differently. They're executed differently, but they're very similar. No, these are different colors, different styles. All right. Totally different. I don't think so. I, I know what you're saying. I, I like what she's got. Yes, thank you for agreeing <laughs> with me. I like that she's got this kind of jewelry happening in her top of her braiding uh, uh, yeah. in her hair. That's oh, yeah. new. I haven't seen that. It's fresh. It's very in our area, what Ariana's doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Plastique definitely seems to be about, about a ponytail. I love Plastique so much. She is giving me everything. That She's giving me looks. She's giving me comedy. She's surprising. She's performance. She's I'm really happy with her. I didn't expect this. She, you... She is House of Edwards, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She really is. You'd expect the House of Edwards to be loud, loud and outrageous, and she's coming and giving that to us in unexpected ways. She's wearing yes. House of Edwards and giving excuses sometimes, too. <laughs> so, yes. Akira Davenport is next out, and she's giving this, uh, she made this herself, apparently. Incredible. It's a full gown that's got fringing in a chevron pattern all the way down to the bottom, and this beautiful kind of um, tie-styled uh, headdress. I think it's stunning. Akira Davenport slaying the runway consistently, mm-hmm. but has consistently? no but has no personality. What was last week? I can't remember. That was that disgusting fish dress. Oh, that was shit. Yeah. Okay, never mind about that. But very good runways in general. But like, I still don't get much personality from her. So no, I love. She's this. very Kennedy Brooklyn Davenport. Brooklyn said that in the episode where Brooklyn yes. was like, I- she's very Kennedy Davenport. She is. Ooh. She's got the talent, but not the personality. Can she dance? Although I do love Kennedy's personality now in yeah. her season. I was like, this person needs to wake up. Aha. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, this is gorgeous. This is very Queen Amidala with like beads all over the place. It's great. Yeah, so it's this fringing. It's uh, Joel actually made me a headdress like this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, and I feel like I'm going to take it to this level now. Because yes. I love this. Uh, I love that she made this herself. Yeah. She probably made the headdress herself, too. That's amazing. Yeah. That makeup looks spectacular. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's bringing it. Love she it. She had to, so she brought it. It's stunning. It's one of the best on the runway. Like, the fringe is just immaculate. I love that Ross gave them that prompt as if they were able to change anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, who knows? They have time to sew. Mm, yeah. Not, yeah, not a lot of time, but yeah. there's time. Talking about time for sewing... Here comes Raja O'Hara. Raja O'Hara. So she's giving us the same boots she wore in the first runway. Actually, yeah. The same exact boots. And yeah. then she's wearing and it's those And it's those popular boots right now because they were on sale. The glitter boots. <laughs> That's why we talked about them. Yeah. And then she's wearing this bodysuit, which is very popular on AliExpress. You can buy for forty nine ninety nine. Wait three months to get oh, it. Oh, thanks for the tip. And, and then, then she added some fringe. You I guess. can add some fringe to it for a very low price of uh, two ninety nine <laughs> per yard. And then she's wearing a flat wed, red this flat wig. red wig is off Amazon.ca. She got it the day before. <laughs> so the earrings are from H and M. I own these as well. This oh entire God. look is basic as AF. <laughs> yes, I um, love that wig so much. On that said, uh, the per- as soon as I saw Raja come out on the in this, I was like. She looks okay. This would look great in, on you, Selena. Hey, I think you said that to me in person. You why? Because I said this is a bar performance. No, no, yeah, a bar performance. No, this is yeah. a bar performance yeah. outfit. Yeah. And that's yeah. very much what this is giving me. I see this 
any night of the week you yeah. can go out to yes. see this look. And that's they, what wear this, said. they wear this for a reason because they have to do a 20 numbers back to back to back. It's an easy breathing look to yeah. move in. Uh, but is this runway for Drag Race? This is terrible. Absolutely Which not. was Michelle's point, and I loved Rue's joke of, this isn't a bar, then why do you come to drunk work drunk every day? Um, <laughs> if I were to wear this, it, I would be elevating my look. But for, <laughs> but for Drag Race... Did you, did I, just, I gave you the full price breakdown. Yeah, thank you, and I yeah. know exactly where to go now, so <laughs> yeah. I really appreciate that. Uh, well, it's, it's terrible. Not great. It's actually like it's a fine bar look. I would see this at a oh. show and tip or something. I love on I, the runway here. Yeah. Not giving me anything. Exactly. It's not enough fringe. Uh, it's, I mean, it's basic. how can you not love it? But how can you not read the hell? Also, of you were the leader of this challenge. You drove yeah. your team into the ground. Yeah, this is the best you can bring to the runway. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think they made a mistake this week. They did. The yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. I know, but All we're right. gonna get Okay. 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 Um, and then we get into the winning team was Nina West. Nina West wearing popular. She is fringe, so popular. I know. <laughs> the musical theater reference. I love it. <laughs> Where did I go to school? CCPA. <laughs> With Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, I did. I love this so much. So she's giving this mushroom, <laughs> dicky, heady. Yeah, she looks um, like a floppy. Uh, it's like a sequined um, yeah. uh, fabric. It's like a sequin mop dress. Uh, fringe, it's which is like a th- it's like a thick fringe, yeah. which is giving it this, that mop vibe. Yeah. And it, she's got a nude bodysuit on the top, which is kind of the, it's coming off of that. And then she's got the, the fist cuffs coming off that. Mm-hmm. And she's got these god ugly boots. She yeah. looked so happy on the runway. She lo- was living her best life. She was shaking that head. She was doing such good work on that runway. It's an incredible look. It was giving me Thorgy Thor. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Thing, right? This is very Thorgy. Which shows that Silky really knew these people right off the bat because she assigned their boxes very well the first she day. She was, because she's a smart girl. Yeah. <laughs> she went to college. I like the boots because it makes it look more mop-like. The boots? Just, like yeah. muddy water that it was mopping up? Yeah, either that or like wood or something like that. I don't know. It's, it's really... <laughs> Her wooden boots. Exactly. <laughs> Her wooden boots. It's so stupid and so campy. There's so much fringe. She's got a shaky headpiece. Mop, mop, mop. It's so it's, good. It's gorgeous. I think it's a perfect campy moment. Uh-huh. She's giving me camp elevated. Yeah. yeah. To, if she wasn't wearing that headpiece, it would actually be pretty bad. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I guess you're right. But, I mean, it's a full... It wouldn't, it wouldn't have a full vision. This yeah. is giving yeah. me the full vision. This is yeah. the full yeah. vision. On, on on Fashion Photo Review, they booted it. Um, Idiots. Idiots. But, but the, no, but this is the type of outfit that, as soon as they instantly boot it, I'm like, no problem. You boot camp. Honestly, fashion photo like, f- yeah. review has... You boot... We don't want you to like our stuff. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't want you to like what I was wearing. That's the point. Exactly. Their boots and toots are all over the They're place. They're all over the place. Like, I mean, they, I think they, they tooted the the fish dress that uh, Curry wore, and then they booted... Uh, I mean, it's just like, what are we... <laughs> From what angle did you see this, ladies? Front. <laughs> yeah, all I right, think it was so the back. We think this is... We love She's it. finally having. She has not had a good runway. She had a good week this week. Good runway. Yeah. yeah. I want to. I hope she keeps yeah. this up. Yeah. Yeah. Don't lose that momentum. Getting into Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Talking about losing some momentum. Yeah. So she came out with a daisy chain styled fringe, uh, fringy look, fringe giving us that sixty boho's long blonde wig. Yeah, it's alright. It's cute. It's got a fringy element. But I mean, like, I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's not. I mean. That's the thing. Drag Race is so elevated these days. Mm-hmm. Like you, oh, 
Like, if you don't wear a $7,000 outfit every time, you're not going to win. It was funny to me because she slayed the last two runways. Yeah. yeah. The audience was like, ugh, bored. I was like, whoa. <laughs> One day you're in, the next day you're out. Yeah. Jeez, people are vicious. I just can't believe this is what she wore for Fringe. Yeah. I mean, it's a choice, but I don't hate it. I think she looks really cute. No, like, it would look great on any other it's day, but so for this I, runway? I like that it's a different take on fringe, because yes. it's long. It's a long fringe at the bottom. It's really yeah. just the fringe at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she could have had more, though. I mean, more daisy chains on the arms, perhaps. Yeah. More stuff coming off of her hair. I just wanted a bit more from the waist fringe. up, because the waist down was giving me it. Yeah. She just needed something else from the waist up. Yeah. Agreed. But I actually, I like this, and I think it looks clean. Mm-hmm. And a polished look. To me. I agree. However, for this challenge, it didn't hit. Yeah. Well, there's different takes on fringe. Yeah. For 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 the challenge, she's in the middle, but it's still so gorgeous. I mean, she's always gonna give us something clean. We know that. She's yeah. She's amazing. So Miss Fangie, Miss Fangie comes out with another simple bodysuit body that has been fringed. So it's like a nude bodysuit. She's covered herself with silver glitter from head to toe again. She's giving us a share moment, I suppose. Yep. With this long yeah, Naomi, Naomi Smalls inspired. It's very Naomi Smalls. Except Naomi Smalls does it better. So this is terrible. She hadn't seen All Stars 4 yet when she did this. Well, of course, but Naomi Smalls already wore that on her season, probably. She's I mean, giving like, a sh- it's a share wig. It's not an, I'm saying Naomi Smalls did that. It's a share style wig. No, Naomi Smalls always wears those wigs. So it's like... But she, her inspiration but is But the inspiration share. is share here. All right, whatever. <laughs> I'm not talking about All Stars. I'm so, just saying. So uh, the last three runways plus her entrance look have all been red. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Which she spoke mm. out about that, this Vangie lady. Yeah. And she was like, I didn't know these challenges were going to be back to back. I wasn't <laughs> expecting to wear red every single week. Yes. You gotta have variety in the colors, girl. Yeah. So, much next week is orange. She wears more red. It's, like, <laughs> it's a reddish orange. Uh, it's so red true. mixed with yellow. This is not, again, a nice bar number. I would pay money to see. I would give her some tips. Um, but this is not giving me yeah. runway. No. It looks pretty. And and uh, you've been on the show. You have a budget. I would expect a lot more out of your fringe. She's yeah. brought it with the budget. She brought it last week with the budget. But, yeah, that's why and that's looking. where it all went to. It's a budget. It all went to that one. And to one rose, one rose girl <laughs> at the wedding. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, she this she is a little. Me. This is a little basic. She's so tiny. You're obsessed with these tiny people. Well, because it's unexpected because her personality, like her personality, is so, so big. big. Um, that's little dog syndrome. Hello. Yeah, little dog. Is that what we? Yeah. I've heard short Napoleon complex. Yeah. So the small people have the bigger have to have the bigger personalities to make up for the small size. Yeah, she's doing it. You ever seen a small dog? <laughs> never. I've never seen a small dog in my life. She'll oh. Do that. <laughs> Here's Evie Oddly. So Evie Oddly comes out full anteater. She's given us so she's got this umbrella, this bell-shaped umbrella with hiding over her head. Her umbrella has lashes. It does and so and underneath it comes a, a million billion tassels of fringe as she is a jellyfish now either mm. this is great or horrible that I don't see any skin like it's either she did an amazing job of painting herself to camouflage within that or she didn't need to paint her entire body mm. I don't know which is which because I can't tell who that fringe mm-hmm. so this is like um, it's either like streamers or a plastic or something that's been cut up a million times plastic yeah, she cut up plastic and dried her hide. All over. And then she just kind of uh, strapped it around her body in all different ways and had yeah. it streaming around because that's what jellyfish look like. They just have, yeah. they have these tentacles coming out everywhere. 
Um, so what do we think? It is stunning. It's beautiful. It's conceptual. It moves. She yeah. she worked with it really well. She didn't step on any of those fringes and pull them down. Mm-hmm. She was incredible this week. Yeah. And she's wearing really cool shoes. Those are big platform pink shoes uh-huh. that go with it. So, you know, it amplifies it a little bit. And gives her the extra height, which even, like, gives the jellyfish even more Yeah, she was a giant that. this week. It was amazing. I, my favorite part is this reveal. So she has this umbrella that's giving us the full visual mm-hmm. of the jellyfish. And then she pulls it off to show the full concept of, like, this is how I've interpreted this challenge is a fringe and a jellyfish mm-hmm. and she's got beautiful kind of conceptual makeup going with it as well uh-huh. she's giving the stuff that I love from Evie that we need to see on Drag Race again it's been a hot minute so where good. it's taking concepts and pushing them to the nth degree yeah and giving she, us fashion and moments she's doing what Sharon did season 4 which she's is give us very Sharon yeah she's like this I feel like we're having um that uh, renaissance period yeah. we're getting back into the Sharon we need that yeah. Sharon again yes, yeah, we've absolutely. fallen out of it now I think we need Sharon you're right about that and I think Evie is perhaps our Sharon yeah I mean her fashions are deconstructed you know it doesn't have to be all about the womanly shape but it's deconstructed but put together but put together impecco- there's not a messy feeling to any of this no yeah, yeah despite she, all the chaos it's very put together she executes very well she has not had a bad moment on this show yet Mm-hmm. She really hasn't. No. Yeah. Yeah. And the concept alone, I love that she's giving concepts. And this is what I want to see more often in drag. Mm-hmm. You know? On just a weekly uh, level here at the shows that we have, I don't need to see the bodysuits. I could see this, which is also just as easy to make, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally accessible, but giving us a point of view. Ugh. Reminds me of like a conceptual creature like in Toronto. There's y- Yaska. Yaska yeah. is a like... brilliant human. You know. So, quote-unquote human, I don't know what they quote are. Quote-unquote, quote-unquote. <laughs> okay, getting into Mercedes. Mercedes. Give me us some Apollo. Apollo. Let's oh just God. talk about her in her so own clothes. She's wearing a, a bodysuit with an awkwardly placed green fringe across, like a sash. And a then neon. A neon green fringe. Big camouflage. Boots are those camouflage boots? No, she's wearing no. camouflage as well, but we can't see. Oh, okay. the bra, a little the bra. bit of camouflage yeah. on the bra, and, and then she's wearing a, a light lampshade hat, hat with more fringe on it. It's a Raven style hat made Raven into a lampshade that she cut just a bit so they can see her face. Yeah, which <laughs> you tell that was a last minute choice. Terrible idea. So like, what do we think? Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't understand when when she cut the the bit so you could see the face. I didn't get that. Like, if you're gonna just wear a lot of fringe to block everything out, just wear it. You know, block it out. Like, make a choice. She could have did a whole cousinette thing where it's just like yeah. long fringe and she just shuffles them. Oh, if you want to look like a table lamp, look like a table that's lamp. That's probably I maybe that's maybe what I would do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then last minute, just like pull down the face, like woo. I know, right? Just like walk down the uh, the, the the main stage. As a table lamp with yes. a bunch of fringe coming out, that that's it. This that's is it. Uh, this is again not drag race quality. This is another bar quality outfit uh-huh. um, that's uh, fine for what it is, but not what we need on the show. No, it was a yeah, bad choice. It's really it was really like a really bad, bad, bad. I don't, I don't get it at all. That's and the weird. opposite of Evie, she's always had horrible runways. However, it is neon green, and St. Patrick's Day was a couple days ago. So <laughs> she really knew when this was going to air. She got a couple points in there. Neon is on trend, I have to say. That color is on trend. I'm not neon. joking. Neon. Oh, yeah. I'm not joking with you, bitch. Neon is everywhere, <laughs> clearly. Mama's serious about neon. Oh, uh, I know. So, get, we get into Helena Poison. Ari- yeah, Helena <laughs> Poison. <laughs> She's giving us Helena for sure. Uh, Ariel Versace. Ariel Versace. She's Mercedes. very Helena. Every time I see them now, I'm like, whoa, she came for you, girl. 
So she's wearing the same hair yet again. Like she has like a thousand giant hairs. She this makes is, them. This is their look. So some girls have a specific hairstyle. Yeah, but much like yourself. Yeah. No, I wear different hairs. Okay, but she wears the same hair every time. <laughs> it's just a giant puffball. Issue the volume is always the same. I I like it though. I'm into it. For me, it's okay. I don't hate it. I'm just saying. I want to see something different. Sure. I'm getting really <laughs> over her aesthetic. Like, I'm so bored with what she wears. So what is she wearing? I don't Paillettes. A paillette, like, a paillette glitter holographic. It's almost almost looks like All Stars 4, weirdly yeah. enough. Um, so it's the two-piece holographic paillettes, which yeah. she's considering fringe. And she also has, like, a nude, uh, like, bodysuit underneath this. It's a, one of those, Does she? Yeah, because when, I saw, when she turned around, you could see the stitching in her ass. Oh. So it's like, uh, she's wearing a bodysuit that's on, underneath this as well. And she always does this makeup where she does the, the two the two color eye. Yeah. Which um, I, I... Which is cute, um, but yeah. she does it all the time. And then she also has a pair of glitter boots. Like everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so I think with Ariel, she's kind of like the melting pot of pop culture yeah. references of what's popular now right now but not what's popular next she doesn't yeah. really see she to have her own concept and that's what her insta is she's into what's now and that's what people yes. on instagram generally like. they gravitate towards oh this is hot now this is hot now yeah you know but people like evie are kind of what's next yeah whereas ariel is kind of now and maybe even then yeah <laughs> yeah she's a bit then so uh is this giving me fringe nope <laughs> i mean the little nope I mean, a tiny bit. Because there is a weird paillette moment uh, hanging off. They shake. The there is like pieces. a fringy paillette moment. Yeah. But this is not giving me the same level of fringe as a lot of them. No. No way. Um, I think it's pretty, though. I think her makeup's pretty. The makeup, I think the holographic is pretty. It's very off-brand. I mean, she's stunning. Like, every look is so stunning, and it has that Ariel Versace but look. But pretty doesn't rock my world. That's no. Right. And I want, I, want to, I want her to bring it to somewhere different. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm so tired of the same... Same thing over yeah. and over again. Yeah. So here we are with Silky, and she's giving us apparently 80 yards of <laughs> last beads uh, fringe. <laughs> Which she made herself. She made this herself. Ooh. She's really pushing that Cookie Monster brand. She does look like a Cookie Monster when she came out in this. This is just like lots of glass She's got beads. a lot of fringe, so this has got the movement that I wanted that I didn't see in a lot of the Yeah, looks. it does and have beautiful movement. She gave me a lot of movement. Yeah. And uh, we found out later that it's actually a reveal look, so it pulls off into another thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was ready to lip sync. She was waiting for tonight. Ready to look. Nice, nice little dance costume. Yeah. So this is, uh, uh, I mean, silhouette-wise... It's kind of blocky, and it's not giving me <laughs> any I think, shape. I think it, it's blocky when it's not moving. Yeah, like it when it, yeah. When it's moving, you can see the curves and swerves inside. That's the point of fringe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but, I mean, that that's why I think it's actually a very successful look. I... Do I think it's, like, um, super on... original? No, like, it's just a bunch of... It's like a shit ton of fringe. Like, yeah. it's just a shit ton of fringe on a bodysuit. So, but... I like good? it. Yeah. I like it. I think it looks great on her. It's Does fine it? for me. It's better than what I've seen with Fangie and mm. Raja and uh, Mercedes. But yeah. again, it's just not giving me the silhouette. It's a very basic uh, uh, form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have liked to see something else just to take it a bit there. Because she's got a shape that most people don't have. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, why not give that shape a bit more? Even if it was cut a bit lower, perhaps. I don't know. It's just the cutting her off at the knees that are weird. Maybe if the arms are too long. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, she could have gone full Cookie Monster, but at the same time, that's been done to death. I don't think she was giving Cookie Monster. I think that was an afterthought. Are you sure? This is so Cookie Monster. It just happens to be the same fur type. 
Alright, I I, th- I get Cookie Monster from this. The first type of O. <laughs> we find out the winning team is Team Nina. Yay, it's clearly. So they win, and of course, the cherry on top of that for Nina is that Nina wins herself. Yay! And I think that is yeah. well deserved. Do so we agree? Because she really wanted to win the last one because it was an acting challenge, so she was especially happy to win this one. Well, I think we were all very much, I mean, the girl who stole the show, like usual, Vanjie, with uh-huh. her just on top of it-ness. I think Vanjie was the funniest in it, but I think the way Nina held herself together, she was steering the ship. And I think yeah. they recognize that, and as I the agree. person yeah. steering the ship, and, and had she not, Vanjie could have gone off the rails. Well, let's not forget, Vanjie's runway was basic. And yeah, Vanjie's if Vanjie had a stronger runway, she probably would have been the winner. Yeah, so I think Nina's win was well-deserved, and I hope that this propels her into the stratosphere. Well, because at the beginning of the episode, she was worried that she was fading into the background. Yeah. So now she's so happy and delighted. Storylines, storylines. Yeah, three lines, story maybe. Lines, story yeah. Lines. So she wins, and then we find out the... Uh, uh, the that entire when team you is believe, safe. Mariah... Is yeah. in the bottom. The entire team is in the bottom. Yes. The entire so team. The uh, it Brittany bitch goes backstage for a little untucked moment, and they kind of get into it. With uh, I think they're not even celebrating. They're Silky thought that they were going to be in the bottom. She was ready to lip sync. Yeah. She was uh, and she was kind of dishing it out at everybody. So they get into it with her because she dropped Whitney in the uh, in the segment. She said, "I used to be because Whitney wasn't out of the church." <laughs> right, right. She's like, I'm a religious person. I be- like, I it, like, I don't think we should like praise false idols. Whitney is so sacred. We should have done Whitney. Whitney would would have been a better choice. And they were like, Yeah, but we asked you. And she's like, Yeah. And I said Whitney. And the, everyone else is like, Yeah, but I said Whitney too. Anyway, it went off a whole. And but Nina was very quick to be like, I asked each of you yeah. several she times. She stood up for herself. Yeah. And Evie really pushed her. I like that Evie yes, went there. Evie is the whistleblower. She is. I, I like these people. She does it in a good way. I yes. think she's very like, no, but you said this. Like, let's talk about this. And like, oh, but then I think she really did. What really set Silky off is that people were putting words in her mouth, as she said. Mm. And I think Evie did, because Evie was like, no, but you said this. But then I think you actually meant this. And that's why you're actually upset. And mm-hmm. I think Evie took that too far. I think Evie should not have made assumptions about her. But that's how they were taking it. So she was just saying what I, they were taking from But the way she was know, saying it was she was literally putting words in her mouth. She's like, no, you said this, but this is what you really mean. I don't remember that moment. I she just heard there. a lot of noise. There was just a lot of yelling. There was yeah. just yelling, yelling, yelling about nothing. When they won. <laughs> I know, and they won. They should have been like, yay, happy. Poor Nina didn't get to celebrate her own win. So bullshit. But I appreciate that. I mean, I mean, Evie came to Silky's defense in the previous episode, calling everybody out for talking about Silky. Yeah. yeah. So she's not taking no, any no sides. Sides. She's very, you know. I love her for that. Yeah. I love that she's an equal opportunity caller outer. Toast. I'm that person too. <laughs> and so then we find out on the main stage that the other team is all in bottom. So RuPaul what? drops a hint to them that you stink, stink, stunk, stink, and you stink, should stunk, all. all prepared to lip sync for this and then what lo and behold so we go they the judges feedback and then they yeah. go to plastique and plastique says i only found out about beyonce four years ago oh, i don't yeah, know yeah. pop culture blah 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 and then for me that was the biggest excuse i'm like you are this instagram person <laughs> you're 21 yeah you know about pop culture enough yeah, yeah. i don't know listen she 
came to this country at 11. I'm sure she was very sheltered when she got here because she didn't yeah. speak any English. She was only surrounded by her Hold family. On. Troy Sivan comes backstage and she's like, oh my God, Troy Sivan, I'm your biggest fan. I followed but you. But he's a fairly recent person in pop culture. Then pick somebody recently, Ariana Grande, that you clearly know. Which she you should have and she didn't. So speak up. Yeah. But... Like these are excuses. I don't. I don't play for these. Excuses. I don't know because like when you come from an immigrant, like when you are an immigrant, first of all, and your family doesn't speak English, you don't speak English. You're being like she, apparently she was bullied a lot at school because she didn't speak English. She really had to work at like at assimilating, and uh, that's all and, well and good. But I don't know anything about Mariah either. Just say you don't know anything about Mariah. Well, none yeah. of them know anything about Mariah. That's the point. That's what they were saying to her. Yeah. It's like yeah. How, how did you not speak up? Excuses and her are excuse excuses. was, I just don't know pop culture, which I think we can agree she has some level of she knowledge does. of pop she culture. Does. Yeah, she but if within does. four years to take in all the pop culture that we expect everyone to know, it's hard. I she don't know all pop and culture. <laughs> I do not, but people read me all the time. They're like, oh, Hillary, you should know every joke in the book. You're a comedy queen. <laughs> like, I just missed a joke that you fed me on Instagram yeah Yeah. like who the hell cares I don't care like if I miss a joke too effing bad oh wow we're talking about how like we can't be expected to know everything about everything you can't know everything like you're you're not a genius I'm not a dictionary I'm a drag queen no but that's not what they said to her they said they just she just basically said I don't know pop culture don't don't have excuses just say I didn't know that that was my fault my bad I should have done better I don't make excuses for not knowing things. I no just don't excuses, know them. baby. No. That was my only thing with Fusty. I think the season is a lot about excuses. Oh, Tahana had too. excuses. Mercedes yeah. had excuses. Everyone. But RuPaul checks it because she doesn't yeah. make excuses. It's like season seven. I don't want to hear any more goddamn excuses. I don't exactly. know why I said it like Cher, but that's happened. Very, very <laughs> Cher said that too. That was a burlesque moment, wasn't it? Here we go. We're getting into the gag of the series. That's right. Where she's like, you are all up for elimination. What? That's what happened? <laughs> I didn't see that part. So that is six people lip Wait, they for all lip synced at the same time? They don't have a budget for that. It happens, clearly. <laughs> so, mm. six people are lip-syncing. We knew this was going to get messy. It's a tiny stage for six people to lip-sync yeah. on, especially when they're fighting Well, that's where they're like, how do I make room? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's what it's juicy for us, because we all want this. We want Mortal Kombat. We want people to yeah. like, push, push our pressure. It was like last season where they had all the girls go head-to-head, and one of them would get eliminated. Yeah. Like, it was very exciting to watch. It was exciting. So I it's mean, JLo's waiting for tonight. Great track. Yeah. Great song. And it was the remix. So good. Was there were there any good moments for you? Like when uh, honey, plastique. When Honey dove off the stage into the blackness. Yeah. I know, seriously, she faded away completely. <laughs> she was the exact same blackness as yes. I was well, a girl. She also got like really low to the floor, so she faded even more into the black floor. Oh, she looked like, completely her and outfit and blended with the bottom of the stage. And you could see they yeah. did the cuts back I and mean, anytime they come back to RuPaul giving you a, a grimace being yeah. like yeah. why would she ever dance off the stage like that yeah yes. you know you're in trouble oh hey uh, also you're not allowed to do that that's a rule you're they took s- the stairs out so people wouldn't come down anymore you're not supposed to jump off the stage you stay on the stage yeah. that that was something that they changed when, when girls kept jumping off the stage I think Kennedy did the most I think Kennedy yeah. they were like okay stop doing this yeah. no but more. again there's no room <laughs> Yeah. She yeah. probably was like, ah! I need some space. <laughs> as soon as Honey jumped off the stage, I knew she was in trouble. Yes. We all, I like that they had the split screens, they had multiple yeah, cameras. Yeah, they had to. 
I mean, you have to, because I couldn't fall. We didn't fall out of any of it this. It was very Elizabeth Hasselbeck versus Rosie O'Donnell on the View. Very, very, very. It was, very, very. <laughs> it was yeah. cute. I mean, um, cute. I mean, whenever you're doing a normal lip sync, they do cut twos and like that's they edit the lip sync to make one person look better. Yeah, I said it. That's what happens. And this, yeah, it's sure. like you really can't. <laughs> There's too much There's happening. No way. That's you, why you they could, don't do this. You could tell Plastic was doing great. Uh, Scarlett's wig reveal. No, thank you. Why did you do that wig reveal into a more boring wig, oh, so which looked I, like your real hair? So this is what I liked about this massacre: yeah. was that they all did their moments and reveals and gigs all at the same time. <laughs> so <laughs> we had no, we had nowhere to look. We're like, oh, we're yeah. all going cross-eyed. Yeah, it's true. We all turned into the Kennedy Davenport chameleon eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was tough. It was tough to watch that. Yeah, but yeah. it was fun because I was gagged and I was into it. Yeah. And I was like, send them all, send them all. Yeah. I, I didn't even see what Raja did because that's. Me the, neither. I can't think of her at all. That's probably because they didn't show her because she probably sucked the most and she should have gone she home. She should have gone home. So they're all saved except for Honey. Yeah. Honey Davenport gets the cut. I liked Honey. I think she had more yeah. to do. Oh, yeah. Um, and I felt I felt for her. I think she wanted to do a little too much. I think. I think uh, she was talking yeah. about how um, she was she was having a really bad year. Suddenly, she had broken up with her partner. Uh-huh. Bad situation was temporarily homeless. Oh. Uh, the worst situation she's ever been in her life. Oh. and then suddenly Drag Race came in August. <laughs> so, uh, she said she was in a real pinch when suddenly she had to get onto Drag Race and get her shit together. Wow. So she she very much felt like <sighs> Drag Race is a lot a about right place, right time. Yeah. It really is about if you're in the right headspace for it. I mean, you can see this now with people returning from All Stars, from yeah. people like Eureka, yeah. Vanjie, yeah. yeah, whatever. When you come back on the show, whenever you get on the show, yeah. that's why, like for myself too, I'm like if I'm not on the show right now, it's not the right place, right time. Right place, right, right? time. You yeah. have to. And you also have to be in the right headspace too. Yeah. And that comes down to I mean, perhaps Sharon Needles had she gotten on before or after the time she was on. Sure. Maybe she wouldn't have won because she wouldn't right. have been in the right place, right time. Yeah. Yeah, and that could go right. for anybody Bianca Del Rio uh-huh. literally it's just you have to be in the headspace to be there I don't mm-hmm. think she was there yeah yeah yeah. definitely Alaska and I think Rue saw that because she was applying since season one I think Rue was like you're not ready yet no yeah. it's the right place right time for yeah. these things and that goes for life yeah. <laughs> we, I mean that's part of our business is being in the right place at the right time with the right pe- people seeing you mm-hmm. in the right yeah. moment that you're confident and feeling you know and that's when you make a, you make your statement yeah, yeah, but you never give up. You just keep going. That's the thing. You can't give up. And it's the people who stick with it, which I'm hoping Honey will. Mm-hmm. She was giving me a lot of Sahara. Like, I was watching her and listening to yeah. her. It really reminded me of Sahara. Sahara? Yeah. Her, desperate, her desperation in that lip sync reminded me, I think, of Sahara's last lip sync. I don't remember what it was, but I think I remember her doing it wrong. I also learned Honey is I a... remember the good things about Sahara. <laughs> Honey's a... <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Honey's a, a theater artist went to musical theater school yeah uh, did a lot of like uh, Broadway ensembles yeah. yeah we heard it in her song yeah no clearly <laughs> we didn't Dante Houston <laughs> <laughs> this has been right. another episode of the Squirrel Talk uh, thank you for listening remember to subscribe so you can stay in the know when our episodes come up and uh, give us a rate why not rate comment is this YouTube? What is this? I don't you can, know. You can comment. Sure. Yeah. Wow, Vicky, these episodes are long. Yeah, because you <laughs> won't stop talking. Sorry. <laughs> so, we will see you next uh, week, honeys. Yeah, we will. Okay, I guess. Until then. Bye, squirrels. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Yeah, let's.